Local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And a wonderful Tuesday afternoon to you here in California's Central Valley. Mike Douglas with you serving as your concierge for conversation Monday through Friday at 3 here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV, our opportunity to uh, offer you a live and local platform so that we can discuss reasonably, rationally, and respectfully the issues of the day that come up and often hit us right in the face right here in California's Central Valley. And today I want to lead with a a question, and it's going to develop as we look at a couple of stories here. The question I want to pose to you is, what will stop it? Well, you may say, what, what is it, Mike? I'm going to reveal that as we go along. So bear that in mind. What will stop it as we continue to look at a couple of stories here? Uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Our number here, 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. What will stop it? What are you talking about, Mike? I'm talking about the the evil and the violence that is being unleashed in our cities today. Let's take a look at this particular story very quickly. Tonight in San Francisco, there's a vigil for Michelle Goh. And this is uh, the woman that was killed in New York on Saturday. Uh, there's a vigil tonight, 6 p.m. at Chinatown's uh, Portsmouth Square. Uh, Michelle Goh was a graduate from UC Berkeley, moved to New York, earned a master's degree there at NYU Stern, and her family says uh, she will be remembered for how she lived and not just how she died. She was a, a beautiful, compassionate, kind person, loved to help others. Now what happened here? A homeless man, who is now in custody, uh, was arrested uh, after he pushed this young lady to her death at a New York City subway station. So, what's going to make it stop? Is the DA in New York City, for example, is he going to put a stop to this, this This guy that has said pretty much that he's not in favor of prosecuting people, even though he's a prosecutor. What will stop this? Here's another story. Remember uh, Brianna Kupfer? Well, in L.A., the police there say they're doing everything they can to find a suspect after um, this UCLA student was brutally murdered at work. She was stabbed to death. Again, her name, Brianna Kupfer. She was stabbed to death while working at a a fancy furniture store in Los Angeles. And this unknown male suspect walked in the Croft house, stabbed her, and then boogied through the back door. Suspect is believed to be homeless. Don't know what the motive was. But apparently they're offering a substantial reward. Well, too late to right the wrong there. The question again is, what will stop this? 
Here's L.A. Chief of Police Michael Moore commenting on this. An investigation that has not stopped over the weekend continues uh, every day and will continue until this man is identified and brought to the criminal justice system. Oh, that's great. And so what would uh, D.A. George Gascon do with this, apparently, they believe, a homeless man? Will he have compassion for this man because he's homeless? I have zero faith in George Gascon. I have zero faith in in uh, the New York City DA. I have zero faith in the San Francisco DA, Bodine. What's going to stop this? What's going to stop this? Area code 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Here's something else to consider. I find this fascinating. Do you remember, this is, uh, this goes back a couple of days ago, I think, uh, maybe to the 14th. Federal charges have been filed against four people who were arrested in the connection, in connection with the shooting of, remember this uh, young Los Angeles police officer? He was off duty. I think it was with his girlfriend looking for uh, housing, I think, places uh, to live. And uh, the FBI believes the three men and a woman who are the suspects belong to the Florencia 13 Street Gang. They're accused of killing 27-year-old LAPD officer Fernando Arroyos during a robbery attempt. Investigators say he and one of the suspects exchanged gunfire after the suspects took his two silver chains and wallet. He was house hunting with his girlfriend in South L.A. at the time. Now, what's interesting to me is that L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva, and I'm I'm beginning, I I haven't always been a huge fan, but I'm I'm growing to appreciate this guy, uh, this new sheriff. Well, he's not new now, but the sheriff of L.A. County who seems to have a backbone. He basically says he didn't feel the case uh, should be handed to District Attorney George Goscone. Wonder why? Wonder why? Well, let's uh, hear first of all from uh, from an official in uh, L.A. County regarding this incident. A large multi generational street gang that previously has been the subject of recent FBI investigations and federal prosecutions. Yeah. Street gang. All right. Now here, this is just fascinating to me. This is L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva. I believe their plan was to just prosecute a simple murder with no gun enhancements, no gang enhancements, nothing. And uh, that did not really cover the the depravity of of this crime. Exactly. And so what did he do? Well, he's he's having the feds handle the case. Why have the feds handled the case? Well, first of all, as he told you, apparently he, like many of us, would have zero confidence in L.A. County D.A. George Goscone properly prosecuting this case. You know, we, we've, lost, we've lost the principle of the function of the rule of law in the United States of America. We've lost it. 
How do we get it back? Well, I, that's a question for you as well. You look at uh, what uh, Rudy Giuliani did with New York City when he came in. Uh, he was very effective in cleaning things up. Now, the question is, have we gone too far? I don't think we can actually ever go too far. And I know some of you may disagree with that. I always believe there's hope as long as there are people who are willing to engage in the fight. So what will stop all this? What will stop all this? Area code 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Let me throw out a thought here for a second. For example, those of you in Stanislaus County... Come November 2022, you're going to be voting for a new district attorney. Local elections, I believe, are a key to turning this thing around. Because so many times I think in local elections, "Ah, it's DA, whatever. No, radically important who your district attorney is. And Birgit Flatiger with, uh, what, 31 years of experience now, she's going to be retiring. And I believe she's done a good job over the years. Got to know her a little bit, and uh, you may not always agree with her decisions, but I think overall she's done a great job. Question is, who's going to replace her? Is it someone like George Gascone, who really doesn't want to prosecute people? Uh, and uh, the DA in, in New York City, or uh, uh, Chase Bodine in, in San Francisco. It's radically important who these DAs are. What are you looking for in a DA? And I don't know, some of you in our other counties. And by the way, we touch a lot of counties. Um, Stanislaus, San Joaquin, Calaveras, Tuolumne, Mariposa, Merced, Santa Clara, Alameda, just off of the top of my head. You're within the footprint of our signal here. What about you and your counties? How are you? How is your DA handling things? Are you happy with him or her? Do you feel that they're prosecuting where they need to prosecute? You know, knowing that there are going to be consequences for your actions has a lot to do with dealing with crime. So the question is, what are you looking for in your next DA? Stanislaus County, you're up next, definitely, in November 2022. What qualities do you want? Do you want one of these DAs like Gascon or uh, like Bodine or like in New York City who basically think, well, you know, these... These guys and gals, they've had a tough life, and uh, there are probably reasons why they're... And and the victims, the victims are left totally out in the cold. Their angst, their trauma, their concerns are not part of it. So what do you think, Stanislaus County, and maybe some of the rest of you who are looking at your DAs, What qualities are you looking for in your next DA? Do you think your DA is doing his or her job properly? We'll find out in three minutes uh, what you think about that at area code 209-551-3483 as the Mike Douglas Show continues here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 
KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. A crash in Tracy, eastbound 580 before Coral Hollow Road. It's a wreck involving an overturned vehicle. Everybody's on the right shoulder, but you're backed up from 205 uh, almost for a half hour. And then eastbound 120 Mantega, slow from Main Street all the way to 99. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by California Paid Family Leave. This is your moment. Take it. If you have an ailing family member, Paid Family Leave offers up to eight weeks of partial wage replacement to give you the time you need for the attention they need. Visit CaliforniaPaidFamilyLeave.com. Moments matter. New medical technologies are here and they're game changers. If you're suffering with never-ending pain from old injuries and stubborn arthritis, it's Trevor Carey. Listen, if you've been told surgery is the only way to get relief from knee, shoulder, hip, or back pain, stop. We got new options at Modesto Physical Medicine. You owe it to yourself. Check out these powerful treatments, and here's why. New scientific development have led to regenerative cell therapies. They restore damaged tissue without the pain and that downtime from surgery. Modesto Physical Medicine treatments take place right in the office. You walk out after your appointment. You get on with your day. There's no missed work, no long periods of recovery. Patients around Modesto are celebrating the results, and you can be next. Call for your free consultation at Modesto Physical Medicine. They're just blocks north of Memorial Hospital. Hospital in Modesto. Call 209-838-3434. That's 838-3434. Call now, 838-3434. The sooner you get started, the faster you'll feel the amazing relief. Call now, 838-3434. This hour of Mike Douglas brought to you by Transworld Business Advisors. Getting your guaranteed maximum refund with TaxLayer feels like... Discovering a refund tree has grown in your backyard. I'm the refund tree. Sawing off its branches. Hey, hey. Feeding them through a wood chipper. My branches! My beautiful branches! And dancing in its refund rain. Start for free and get your guaranteed maximum refund. TaxLayer. File fearlessly. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to CancerScreenQuiz.com now and take the American Cancer Society's two-minute cancer screening quiz to find out what screening tests are right for you. Don't wait. Take the quiz. Get screened. Go to CancerScreenQuiz.com now. CancerScreenQuiz.com. File in a way that fits you and get the refund you deserve, guaranteed. Jackson Hewitt Tax Pros can help you find thousands worth of new tax credits. Schedule an appointment with one of their tax pros and learn more at jacksonhewitt.com. Local Talk is back in the Valley with KFIV's Mike Douglas. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And back with you here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. We've been talking about uh, recent uh, horrible acts of violence. We we talked about Michelle Goh, who, uh, from, from the Bay Area, who was uh, shoved down... Uh, in, in the uh, subway in New York City, died there. We talked about the uh, young lady from UCLA, Brianna Kupfer, who was uh, 
murdered while she was working at a high-end furniture store. We talked about uh, the four suspects accused of murdering a young LAPD officer who was out hunting for houses with his wife. My question to you is, what will stop it? What are you looking for in terms of your district attorney? Are they doing a good job? What do you, if not, what do you want to see in the next DA in your area? Crucially important. Alex Villanueva, the sheriff of L.A. County, choosing to bypass the district attorney, give it to the feds, hoping that they will enforce the rule of law. Let's see what you think. Area code 209-551-3483. What will stop all this violence? 209-551-3483. Let's go to Modesto. And Joe, what do you think? What what can be done to uh, throttle these acts of violence? I think our elected officials, politicians need to start being prosecuted for not doing their job because I know my toes are held to the ground on the laws when I break them, and they're probably with you too. And you see all the time where a certain party gets prosecuted to the max and the other other side, nothing, not a thing. They burn, rape, and pillage. They get nothing. Joel, I, I I think you've hit on on an important uh, important point there, and that is consistency in the application of the law. And you're right. I, and, and let me just uh, take a quick example, very very quickly. You look at the people who are now in solita- solitary confinement, who were in or around the January 6, twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. Uh, issue at the at the uh, the, the U.S. Uh, House of Representatives, and uh, they're they're doing solitary. Some of them still. Uh, we haven't heard from them. Some of them we don't know who they are, where they are. Guy named Ray Epps. He's kind of dropped off the radar screen, and yet, and yet, you look at all the riots that we had in 2020, 2021. We don't see a big thrust to prosecute them i i think you're right uh, you know w- what we're lacking is consistency and enforcement of the law and i think you have a very interesting point about ho- how to hold the prosecutors accountable if they're not doing their job prosecute them great point great point joe thanks for your call appreciate that very much uh, i don't know how you do that uh you say, well, recall them, vote them out. Not, not easily done, uh, but a very interesting, uh, a very interesting thought by Joe is how how about we prosecute the prosecutors for not doing their job, for um, not uh, for taking public funds and not doing what with the public funds what were intended. Very interesting thought there. Our number here, 209-551-3483, talking about a lot of violence that's happening. The the violence against police officers is increasing dramatically. How do we stop that? You know, you go down to L.A. and you look at George Goscon, and I I don't know how the L.A.P.D. officers and and, uh, L.A. County Sheriff deputies, I don't know how they do their job. With, with the fact that Gascon is so reluctant to prosecute, 
you look at these guys and gals out there putting their lives on the on the line. I don't blame them for not doing any what we used to call observations. You know, it used to be if if you weren't inundated with calls for service, if you weren't getting a lot of radio calls, you look for things. My training officer, this was, you know, what, 35, 40 years ago or more, uh, he, he would, uh, as we're driving down a street, and I was in my you know, early 20s at that point, he'd drive down a street and he said, now, the houses that we just passed, describe them for me. And I'd sit there at first going, uh, well, I'm not sure. He says, no, you need to learn the neighborhoods. You need to learn the neighborhoods you patrol. You need to learn what is usually there and then what's out of place. And if it's out of place, you investigate. You investigate. And he says if, if something is awry, if garage doors are open that are not normally open, if you see people, uh, silhouettes and alleyways that are not otherwise occupied, what's happening with that? And, uh, you know, today... I think there's a lot of reluctance on the part of police officers to make observation uh, calls and and such because they're not going to get prosecuted. And then they'll be accused. Many of them are leery of being accused of stopping the person with the wrong skin color, stopping a person uh, from the wrong neighborhood, being accused of something, uh, being being uh, uh, very very wary of uh, the cell phones that are out there and 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 the f- the uh, videos going on that only show one side of things, they're saying, well, I'll answer calls, but I'm not looking for anything. This just has a, an incredibly chilling effect upon law enforcement, and uh, I think my opinion is it really rests. A lot of it with the district attorneys and their willingness to prosecute, which is their job, for goodness sakes. I, I It's amazing to me how much some of these DAs make for not doing their job. I don't know. I, As the president of Advancing Vibrant Communities, if I just sat back and, and did nothing, uh, I'm... I'd get let go. I don't know. Maybe the DAs don't. Let's find out from uh, Ed and Lodi what he thinks about DAs and attorney generals. Hi, Ed. What are your thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts here, but I'll try to do it fast. Um, First of all, um, I think it took a lot of years to get here, and it's going to take more than a quick fix to get back. But the main thing we need to do is we need to have law following and enforcing DAs and attorney generals. I think California's had a problem with both, uh, especially especially the latter. I don't, I've not been impressed with hardly any of our attorney generals for quite a long time. Um, there are also, and one of the earlier callers said this, there needs to be account- accountability for people at all levels. And there's been a lot of cases with this non-accountability. And I believe that over the years we've loosened so many laws and standards, and perhaps maybe we need to rethink that and hopefully uh, turn those around. I know that's not easy. It's really hard to become disciplined when you're less disciplined. Um, We also need to support our law enforcement as opposed to a lot of the negative actions that are happening all too often these days. And kind of in the larger picture, and I don't know that we can 
what to exactly point to, but I think there's a lot of issues involving our schools and homes, and they're part of the lar- larger social picture. So there's there's more ingredients to this uh, to this uh, pie or whatever you want to say, but at least start with getting people that actually uh, ab- uphold the law, and and that's their number one focus, not some agenda. Ed, great call. Uh, Let me react to that in about five minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Back in five minutes. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. This tax filing season could be one for the record books. There are thousands of dollars worth of new tax credits on the table, and Jackson Hewitt will help make sure you get every one you deserve. Tax credits for being a parent, taking care of a parent, taking classes, and so much more. Don't leave thousands on the table. Jackson Hewitt will make sure you get credit for all you do and get your biggest refund guaranteed. Learn more and find your nearest location at jacksonhewitt.com. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. A crash in Tracy, eastbound 580 before Coral Hollow Road. It's a wreck involving an overturned vehicle. Everybody's on the right shoulder, but you're backed up from 205 uh, almost for a half hour. And then eastbound 120 Mantega, slow from Main Street all the way to 99. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Roto-Rooter. No job is too big or too small for Roto-Rooter. So put their 80 years of experience to work for you 24-7, 365. Don't start your new year with a plumbing issue. So call your local Roto-Rooter today at 1-800-GET-ROTO or online at rotorooterca.com. What do you get when you cross an MBA, veteran, and mortgage expert? Plenty to chew on, that's what. Catch Real Estate Jerky with host Ed Farco and his trusty sidekick, Marlene Champlin, every Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. Spicy. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com radio. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. Conquer your New Year's resolution to be more productive with the Before Breakfast podcast. In each bite-sized daily episode, time management and productivity expert, Laura Vanderkam, teaches you how to make the most of your time, both at work and at home. These are the practical suggestions you need to get more done with your day. Just as lifting weights keeps our bodies strong as we age, learning new skills is the mental equivalent of pumping iron. Listen to Before Breakfast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm 
name's Steven Rinell, the host of the Meat Eater podcast and the Netflix original series Meat Eater. As a hunter and wildlife enthusiast, the question comes up, how can you justify killing and eating animals that you love and protect? Well, that's part of what we wrangle with on the Meat Eater podcast, along with broader and often funnier discussions about living an outdoor life in the modern world. We insist on sharing challenging opinions to inspire thought and action. Listen to the Meat Eater podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. This report is sponsored by Discover. Real credit card questions require real people. Someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you. That's why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives. Available 24-7. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. A mix of sun and clouds today. Highs in the low 60s. Partly cloudy again tonight and temperatures drop into the 40s. Tomorrow, cloudy in the morning, mid-60s by afternoon with sunny skies. Father, preacher, friend. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to the Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas here, always privileged to serve as your concierge for conversation as I look forward to this appointment with you Monday through Friday at 3 o'clock. One of the highlights of my day as we get to mull over rationally, reasonably, and respectfully the issues of the day. One of the issues of the day right now is uh, is the increase in violence. We talked about uh, the, the young lady uh, pushed in uh, uh, who died after being pushed by a homeless man in, in the subways of New York City. Then the UCLA student uh, who was killed apparently by a homeless person while stabbed to death while she was working at a high-end uh, furniture store. And then the young LAPD officer who's out in South Central LA looking at houses and uh, he and his girlfriend are ambushed uh, by apparently the Florence uh, 13 gang. What? What? What can we do to stop this? We've been talking about uh, district attorneys and attorneys general and how they play a major part in this. And uh, we'll get to your uh, get to the phones in just a moment. I want to uh, review uh, uh, one or two points I thought that uh, Ed made uh, in, in just a few moments ago that I I think are very important. He talked about the importance of AGs, uh, attorneys general, and and district attorneys uh, being held accountable and enforcing, actually enforcing the laws and and such. But here's what two things he mentioned that I think are very important, and that is what we train young people to respect in schools and in our homes. And I believe it starts in the home, and then it needs to be reinforced by the schools. And what am I what am I talking about? Training to obey the law, that we live in a country where there is the rule of law, and we need to be trained to obey the laws. And why? And we need to be trained to be productive and to serve. Uh, I remember uh, one of the great, great times of my elementary school time was I got 
tap to be a safety. What was a safety? Well, you got to wear a kind of a, a white uh, belt, went over your shoulder, around your waist. There was a little safety badge on it. And, and my job and the other safeties were to make sure that people were safe on the playground and that as they were coming out of class, going to class, that they were going up the, the correct side of the stairway, down the correct side of the stairway, so people weren't bumping into each other and falling all over each other. And it was a, the thing is, we give children an appropriate uh, amount of empowerment, an, impro- an appropriate amount of empowerment, and an appropriate amount of responsibility so that they can begin to exercise it with supervision, and that builds good citizens. I think we're lacking that today in a lot of homes and a lot of schools as well. Our number here, 209-551-3483. What do you think about DAs, district attorneys, attorneys general? What would you like to see in them that maybe you're not? Or maybe you have a different evaluation of their influence on our culture. Our number here, 209-551-3483. Let's go to the phones. Debbie's been waiting a while. Debbie, uh, welcome to the show. And what do you think about Stanislaus County and, and RDA's office? Thank you for taking my call. It was a very difficult thing for me to pick up this phone and call you today. And I am very nervous. I have first-hand knowledge of what happens in our county, unfortunately. And they're all politically connected, so there's not really too much you can do. You can raise your child or children with all the moral and ethics that's humanly possible. But when you get into the weeds of political venues, they all stick together against you. So no matter what you do, they won't listen to you. They shut you down. We're a very, very interesting phenomenon right now as the United States of America, individually and collectively. However, because my experience was in the state of California, I cannot talk about the other states because I don't live there and I don't have their information. But I think that it's a variable across the United States. It used to be that we, suppo- we were supposed to be held as a, in high esteem in the state of California. But I want to cry right now because we didn't earn it. And we haven't earned it. We have lost it. Somehow, some way, I pray with all I have. And your previous caller had very, very good, very, very eloquent comments. But when you become a person who has experienced it firsthand and you saw every law that was humanly possible broken by the hierarchy, and once the political venue get connected, they can't go against the political venue because it might cost them their position. And no one that I know of in any position in the state of California, and I've been all over the state of California, or in any county, can look at me and take an oath that they're telling the truth by taking a polygraph, that we have honest laws, honest politicians, and honesty for the people of the United States, let alone for the state of California, what we have allowed to happen here, because we feel trapped. We don't know where to go with it. Where are we going to go? 
Good, uh, good, good point, Debbie. And I think Debbie, one of the other, uh, thanks for the call, by the way. I think one of the things that you bring up is reality. And that is a lot of these offices uh, are, are obviously elected offices. There is political pressure. And many times there are uh, political, and I'm not talking about anyone in particular. I'm just saying this is the nature of the beast, so to speak. When you're elected, you have uh, the pressure of those who elected you, who funded you, and uh, that uh, does that color decisions. Debbie, uh, good point. Appreciate your call. Our number here, 209-551-3483. By the way, Debbie, I, you know, I, I think uh, at, at one time, and not too long ago, uh, and, and I think to a certain degree still, let's take the DAs and the AGs out of it, but let's just talk about the line law enforcement people, the uh, deputies, the police officers, probation, you name it. California, uh, for a long time, has had one of the most professional law enforcement communities in the nation. And uh, I, I know that to be true because I was part of it many, many years ago and in more recent years served as a chaplain as well. And uh, you go to other parts of the country and there isn't uh, that high degree of professionalism necessarily. However, I think uh, attorneys general and DAs have undercut that by, no pun intended, handcuffing law enforcement so they often can't do their job. What do you think? How do we, how do we hold the DAs and the attorneys general accountable? Area code 209-551-3483. Back to the phones. Let's uh, go up to Oakdale. And David, uh, what do you think? How, how do we make DAs accountable? Yes, yeah, I have well, your call screener said, do I have any ideas? No, I don't have any ideas. I have methods. Number one, you can't depend on our public officials, because as a caller before, I, uh, we can't depend on them because they're, they're worried about their jobs. So the, the only three people that can do it is we the people. And there's a national movement. It's called the State Jural System, or excuse me, the State Jural Assembly. And we are working, and we have methods. We have methods, not ideas, to prosecute our public officials, judges, DAs, whatever. And they typically have qualified immunity, which makes it very difficult to penetrate them and sue them personally. But they are liable personally under USC 42, uh, Title 42, Section 1983. So by bringing we the people, bringing common law court back into our counties and then via a court of equity, we can sue these officials on their personal standing for acting under color of law and violating our civil rights. We can use the court of equity. And in the court of equity, equity, we can take them down. And basically that is how you do it. And another way is uh, a private attorney general, which is basically can be one of the, we, the people that studies that. And then we can make a complaint against a judge or whomever. And then we take that to the DA of the county and then the, the DA of the county has 30 days to prosecute. And if they don't, then I or we as a private attorney general, we will file a complaint and on behalf of we the people. And then we will handcuff that judge or sheriff or police officer or whomever it might be. 
So that is how we're going to do it. And if people want to get involved, basically get on this Internet and look for the State Journal Assembly. It's a national movement, and we are training across the nation, and this is being done successfully. Okay, uh, David, let me, let me just confirm. I want to make sure I have the name right. Are you saying State General Assembly? State Jural, as in jurisdiction or jurist. Got State it. Jural Assembly. Okay, all right. Uh, is there a specific website you can point people to? or? You know, I should know that, but I don't. <laughs> okay. But I'm sure they can find it there. Oh, and then the other thing, we need to bring back hanging. People need to see con- uh, results or punish- punishment for their con- for their crimes. And the I'm old, uh, we need to start hanging every th- every Thursday afternoon in front of the court. The old Judge Roy Bean methods, right from, uh, there you from go. long ago. Yep. And, well, you know what's fascinating, David, is you're bringing up some uh, possible solutions. You're bringing up uh, some thoughts that uh, date back a couple of minutes ago to Joe who was uh, calling in and saying, hey, yeah. you know, how about we prosecute uh, officials? David, thanks for the call. Fascinating. Do you, and, and you're welcome well, not to answer one more, the question. One more, one more thing. Go ahead. Are you still there? Yep. Am I still on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you said possibly no. This is being done in Texas. I've got some associates in Texas that is using courts of equity to take down judges and et cetera. So it's being done. It's not, uh, you know, it's not an idea. It is in practice. Let me ask you, and you're you're welcome not to answer the question if you know. Do you have a background in law enforcement? A background in law enforcement? No, I do not. Okay. You're well-read and and well-researched. David, thank you. Appreciate the call. Uh, David from Oakdale giving us some uh, interesting thoughts, uh, kind of aligning with uh, what Caller Joe had to say a a couple of moments ago. And uh, David saying that some of these ideas about prosecuting those who were supposed to prosecute uh, happening now in in Texas. And, you know, it comes back to how how does the public how does the what what recourse does the public have? If their elected officials are not doing their job, and and uh, David had an interesting thought there about a private attorney general. That's an interesting thought as well. We'll get uh, more of your thoughts coming up at area code two zero nine five five one three four eight three. How do we hold public officials accountable when it comes to enforcing the law Ec- equally across the board? Area code 209-551-3483. We'll continue the conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show in three minutes on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. We have a car on fire in Turlock, northbound 99 before Fulkerth Road. Off to the side with emergency crews on scene. You're backed up from Main Street and a crash in Tracy involving an overturned car. Eastbound 580 before Coral Hollow delays from 205. 
For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by CalHope.org. As life returns to normal, our worries have not disappeared, but evolved. CalHope offers free COVID-19 emotional support. Call 1-833-317-4673 or live chat at CalHope.org today. Hi, Mike Douglas here with Stu Gilman from Transworld Business Advisors. Stu, you have great resources for CPAs, financial advisors, and attorneys looking to help people sell their businesses. In fact, that's right, Mike. Don't even know that we're here yet as Transworld Business Advisors, but we actually work in conjunction with, and many of our best referrals are from these resources because we actually come alongside them and the business owner to help them sell their business when it's time to retire. And in fact, Transworld is the largest business brokerage firm in America. We have over 200 offices nationwide. So we can advertise your business confidentially throughout the U.S. Stu Gilman, Transworld Business Advisors. You can contact them at 844-STU4U. That's 844-STU, the number 4-Y-O-U. And the website is NorCalBizSales.com. That's NorCalBizSales.com. Okay, folks, interest rates have ticked down, creating the perfect opportunity to take advantage of your home's equity. Take out some quick cash, introducing the Fast Cash Refi from First California Funding. Tom Sullivan for the local company I trust. First California Funding has a fast cash refi. You can get up to $50,000 at super low rates, close in as little as 10 days, skip two mortgage payments in the process, no bait and switch, no sitting on hold, no selling, inflation's on the horizon. Who knows how long these rates will last? Tap into these super low rates with a fast cash refi. Make the five-minute call. You will have a casual, no-pressure conversation with a local expert that has your best interest in mind. First California Funding at 916. 916- 989-6222, 989-6222, or start the process in seconds at fcfunding.com. California Bureau of Real Estate. Real estate broker license number 01069872. NMLS number 282458. Equal housing lender. No job is too big or too small for Roto-Rooter. So put their 80 years of experience to work for you 24-7, 365. Don't start your new year with a plumbing issue. So call your local Roto-Rooter today at 1-800-GET-ROTO or online at rotorooterca.com. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. Mike Douglas back with you. Your concierge for conversation right now. The conversation centering around how do we hold public officials responsible for law enforcement? How do we hold them accountable to do their job to prosecute when things need to be prosecuted, to enforce the law. Our number here, 209-551-3483. Let's go to Oakdale and Kathleen. Kathleen, what do you think about district attorneys? Are they doing their job? Uh, No, they're not, but I also think it's it's partly not their fault, mostly not their fault, uh, because if Congress made football... Uh, the home team quarterback would never be allowed an offensive lineman. And um, the uh, uh, and meanwhile, if Congress made uh, football, uh, the opponent would always be organized crime, and they would be allowed a defensive lineman, offensive lineman, the whole, the whole deal, and they would also be allowed to use snake oil, which for the home team would be 
you know, a, a penalty. And so uh, a foul. And um, anyway, so that, uh, that's the problem. That's been the problem throughout the course of human history. There's no legislature that is giving the home team quarterback, so the district attorney or whoever it might be uh, that's playing the part of the home team quarterback, uh, they're not being allowed uh, an offensive lineman. And uh, I don't uh, even know what the defense looks like anymore uh, with all the changes uh, to law enforcement going on. But uh, nobody can uh, get rule of law done to move rule of law down the field, which that's what we need to do. We need to make some goals in uh, rule of law. And uh, we've just been going uh, backwards uh, in in the, in the history because I mean, uh, to me, I I just see that uh, women and children are are required to perform uh, sex acts uh, for men's health is uh, still uh, the primary. Uh, 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 let's see. Um, okay, Kathleen. Kathleen, of, I've I've got a I've got a couple of callers I want to get to. Thanks for your call, uh, Kathleen. Giving us a very interesting metaphor there uh, in terms of football and uh, how that works in in the whole uh, scheme of things here. Let's go very quickly uh, before we leave today to uh, Tony and Turlock. Uh, Tony, what do you think about holding our elected officials accountable for enforcing the law? What do you think? Well, uh, I was talking about equal administration of justice and uh, how we haven't really been seeing that for you know, the last couple decades here in California. And I was uh, talking with the call screener there about uh, if our legislator and our legislators really want uh, to see these district attorneys not go after these certain subsets of crime that they feel are affecting one portion of the population more than another, then they need to go back to the books and repeal those laws that are giving mm. these police officers and attorney general and district attorneys the leeway that they are claiming uh, that they're enforcing more on one aspect of the population over another. And it just goes back to a legislature that continues to write laws that are very vague that they want to be enforced on one population portion of the population versus another and then want to leave the kind of blowback on that on the police and the district attorneys that are trying to do their job with claiming that they're racist or heavy-handed with a particular population or whatnot when that seems to be the intent of the law when it was written. Yeah, uh, Tony, I think you bring up a, a great point here about, you know, either enforce the law or change it. Uh, but but uh, I don't believe uh, that elected officials uh, in law enforcement have the option not to enforce the law. Now, now, there's some wiggle room there. I understand that as you look at the spirit of the law versus the letter of the law. But in general, if the law is there, it's there to be enforced. And I like your point about that. And, uh, Tony, thanks for the call, by the way. Some some. It, it raises another thing uh, in my mind, Tony, and, and that is a principle called selective enforcement. Selective enforcement. That's where law enforcement gets into big trouble. 
And we think about right now, uh, we look at a lot of things happening inside the FBI. Selective enforcement. They're, they're enforcing things against one class of people while not enforcing it against another class of people. And it should be enforced across the board. Now, the law usually has some uh, leeway in it, and of course, the courts interpret the law. And some of that has to do with how the law is enforced and whether the law is constitutional, both uh, for states and for the federal government as well. But the principle comes back to we see, I believe today, a lot of selective enforcement where some folks that are often associated with agendas of those in power positions, those folks are left alone while the opposition is not left alone. The opposition is prosecuted. It's not right. And I like a lot of the ideas we heard about today about uh, holding uh, our elected officials accountable for enforcing the laws that are on the books. And I agree with you, Tony. If you're not going to enforce the law, then do away with it. But at least let's enforce what's on the books. Thanks for your thoughts today. I'll be back with you tomorrow at 3 o'clock here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Thanks so much for being part of the mix and the conversation today. Again, I'll see you tomorrow at 3.